It's time for building the game. Building the game with Jason and friends. Tabletop game design. The fun forever ends. At the end of the episode, that's when it technically ends. Hello and welcome to Building the Game, a documentary podcast. Today is Monday, April fourth, and you'll have seen an episode five hundred and fourteen. As always, I am your host, Jason, here today, joined by guest game designer, Connor Wake, designer of Umber Vri- Umber Via. I was going to say Umber Via. Umber Via. Umber- <laughs> it's, a, it's a strange name. Umber Via. It's actually a great name. Uh, I just am the worst at pronouncing things, uh, as anyone who listens to the show would know. So Umber Via uh, by Pandasaurus, actually. So uh, great looking game, too. Has some really good artwork. But yeah. welcome to the show, Connor. Thank you. I'm super excited to be here. Yeah, I joined the Discord ages ago and wasn't wasn't expecting to end up on the podcast, but like, it was great. I just finished listening to one of the episodes like right before this as well. So, oh yes, nice, nice. <laughs> I was yeah, like, wait, no. what am I going to be talking about? What's going on? And uh, you uh, and I met. I mean, I know you've been in the Discord, but we started chatting more uh, when you started coming to the weekly meetups and. Yeah, and you've always got good stuff to share there. So I was like, hey, you should come on the podcast and we should talk. So I f- actually I find many guests that way now just because <laughs> it's a great way to get different voices in there, you know, who. Uh, uh, yeah, so it's nice. I like it. Yeah. So cool. what have you been up to of late? Who? Um, sadly, not. Well, actually, a bunch of pitching stuff. Yeah. Um, yep. I feel that. I'm in that like. I've got a, oops, sorry, that's a bunch of notifications. Well, okay, here's the thing. I I recently got paid for a board game, and I decided to splurge on a iPad so I could do some digital art stuff. And I haven't figured out how to turn the notifications off on the iPad because it doesn't have the switch on the side. Um, Oh, yeah, I don't know. Because the iPad that we have is like six years old, so I believe it has the switch. So I'm not sure what to do without that. It might have it, but anyway, sorry if that keeps happening. Um, Yeah, a little bit of that. I I feel like I do a ton of random different hobbies and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. It's kind of why I ended up doing board game design because it's like, you get to do a little bit of art. You get to do a little bit of crafts. You get to do board mm-hmm. games. It's, it's yeah. In my first game, I did a bunch of like liner cut stamps for the art, which was definitely overboard. But um, that's the sort of stuff I like to do. Um, that's so, awesome. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, the question I... was, what was I doing recently? Though, right? Right. So a lot of stuff, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but a bit of like digital art stuff. I've had this marble. I've been trying to do a picture of as like that first, just painting a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I finally did it. So, so that was my accomplishment recently. Nice, nice. Yeah, I um, I'm yeah. We we sound alike in the fact that like I I I uh, over the course of my life I've kind of been a jack of many trades, like you know, just doing lots of different stuff, different hobbies, trying different things, and and that is kind of how I ended up with board games as well. Realizing like I enjoy board games, I enjoy making stuff. I could make board games, <laughs> you know. And <laughs> ten mm-hmm. years later, ta-da! Um, so. Yep. Yeah, it's um, it, it really is a hobby where you get to do a lot of different things. I mean, I don't, I'm not great with art, um, like I can't do it myself. But like, I've gotten really good at being able to like lay things out on Google from Google stuff. Mm-hmm. And I say really good, like it's not like oh, somebody's <laughs> gonna be like, oh, this is amazing. I'm sure graphic designers are like, this is horrible. But you know, I've gotten quicker at it. I've gotten to make it readable, and you know, I I can make prototypes now that I feel good about sharing with people. <laughs> like that's yeah. 
that's a bonus because there was a time when I was like, this is awful. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. But yeah, I know you really do get to do a lot of fun stuff and I, I you get to meet and work with so many different people and that's pretty awesome. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's good stuff. It's yeah, very good stuff. Otherwise, other things I've been doing. Um, yeah, just pitching. So I've been doing a bunch of videos for pitching mm-hmm. stuff, mm-hmm. which is like I've got on my I'll talk about this a bit later, but I've got my whole like method down for doing yeah, these pitch videos yeah. now yep um that's good yeah yeah the um i i feel like you know i like i go back and forth between the like working on new stuff pitching stuff working on new stuff pitching stuff right and i mean i know that's kind of like but it, it, it the stuff really starts to compound right <laughs> like mm-hmm. you're like oh my gosh i have so much stuff i have to pitch <laughs> yeah um, yeah it all kind of comes together at the exact same time i feel like Right, right, yeah, no, and and we recently, uh, uh, myself and, and Banana had a game get signed, and uh, like in that, you know, the process of like getting to that point, and then like when you go, like I, I don't know, like about you, but I feel like there was a time when I was like, I know, you know, who to pitch stuff to, and now it's like, like I'm always hearing like this company, and I'm like, oh, what's that company? I'm like, oh, they've made like. 20 games and I've played like three of them and I've never realized who they were like, and, and this is the type of game that would fit like mine would fit in their line. Like, Oh, I should be pitching stuff to them. You know? So it's just, it's like a constant learning process, right? I'm just trying yeah. to keep up with everything. I'm honestly the worst at it. I, every time I'm like, okay, pitching, I have to like look at my shelf and be like, okay, who are these publishers again? Who's right. done this stuff? I can't just, it's not just like two publishing companies out there. There's hundreds Right, and right. How do you and, find and, them? <laughs> and in the last couple of years, when we haven't been seeing them in person, a lot of them have put more games out, you know. And yep. so that doesn't help either, you know. I'm the person who like I like to see the booth, and I can be like, oh wow, I like what this company's doing. I like how they're doing it. I'm gonna write that one down, and I'm gonna come back to that. That's um, funny because yeah. I I started getting into the so I I did Umbravia, and I didn't realize there was a whole game design scene. I guess uh-huh, I figured I, uh-huh. I knew they existed, but I right, didn't right, know right. it was like proto spiels and unpubs and go to conventions right, and all right. that sort of stuff. Um, so I just did it uh, with my housemates and uh, thankfully they are super critical. Um, so it wasn't like the whole advice of don't play test with your friends. Um, right. Right. Wrecked it. It was great. Um, and then after the hurl, uh, the cardboard Edison thing, that was when I was like, Oh gosh, there's a lot of people out there. Right. I yeah. Probably actually I can go meet them. <laughs> yeah <laughs> so yeah. and then the pandemic happened um so i actually haven't gotten to go to any of those conventions or pitch in person or anything like that all of my oh, wow. stuff has been online wow um, i've yeah. signed two and a half games and <laughs> two and a half uh, well, i haven't finished the contract on that one um, fair enough, fair like, enough. <laughs> you know so i'll call it half of sign game um if i could start signing half of games that would be <laughs> really helpful <laughs> yeah so all of those have just been online uh and i've only ever like video chatted with them uh so yeah i don't know how the whole in-person pitching thing works yeah yeah it's uh it's different you know it's um i don't don't know like what's more intimidating i guess i've gotten so used to zoom meetings now 
and they feel so much less formal because you're just yeah. like, hey, we're just meeting and like, let's wait for everybody else to show up and let's chat for a couple minutes. And, and I didn't have to pay like $500 for a plane flight to get there. Yeah, right. That's <laughs> also whatever. nice. And it's not, and you can do it anytime. It's not like, okay, I've got four days at this convention. I need to pitch five games and I really could sell one if I want to pay for this trip, right? like uh-huh yeah, yeah. It's a lot of stress it is so much stress um so from that i miss everyone but this has been really really like this has been really really nice of that mm-hmm. portion of it right i'm going to my first convention i'm going to geekway of the west it'll be the first convention in two plus years and it's gonna be weird it's gonna be really yeah weird. i can't wait but it's <laughs> gonna be weird i'm excited because we're gonna hopefully do a live show there with some of the other people uh who uh Nice. You know, do stuff with the show so it'll be it'll be fun <laughs> yeah yeah looking forward yeah. to that one well hey you um you brought uh an interesting topic and a half <laughs> or so <laughs> to talk about today uh and uh yeah well let's uh tell us what we're going to talk about today yeah so this kind of came from a couple things um because uh, you invited me, and I was like, oh gosh, topic. Um, and I was like, well, like, I mean, I can talk about polyominoes and stuff. I like those, but like, maybe there's me something too. else I can do. Um, and as I was thinking, I was like, well, kind of too tired to figure out this whole podcast topic thing. And then I was like, hang on a minute, that's like my whole life. <laughs> so right. context, I've just got a bunch of like sleep issues. They are better. It's fine. I deal with it. But it just means that, like, constantly I'm pretty low energy randomly. Mm-hmm. Um, I've also just got, like, anxiety. And I'm just an anxious person. And right. I'm super easily distracted. So yeah, all of you, those things. I get all of those things. I, <laughs> yeah. I have many of those same issues. Yeah. I'm with you. I've, yeah. And I know a bunch of people who, yeah, the same thing. Um, and so I was like, well, I, and as I was talking to other people um, about, like, how to do playtests and all that sort of stuff in random discords. Um, they were talking about, oh, just like do any playtesting event, like just try it, even if your game's not ready. And I was like, I can't, I don't think I can really do that because I going to a playtesting thing, they're great, nothing mm-hmm. against them, but it does take like four hours or mm-hmm. so to playtest your game, get the feedback, and then like give your time back to playtest everyone else's mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah, which yeah. is like a super important thing to do, and I, I don't necessarily have the energy to right. do all of that. So it's like when right. I do it, I have to be like ready. <laughs> Everything right. I can't just like try stuff because if it crashes in the first fifteen minutes, I have to then build up the energy to you know do another four hour thing later. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah. So. Well, and not to mention, yeah. you're either shorting yourself, right? On like, yeah, I'm gonna play test other people's games first and give feedback, and then try and do mine and feel like crap, or <laughs> I'm gonna get mine the right way and then feel like crap while trying to help other people. It's yeah, it's there's like literally no right answer there. Yeah, it's, yeah. And I don't want to just be selfish and be like, well, my games are important, so whatever. So it's just like, okay, how can I? So so I was just thinking like, oh yeah, like all of this just being tired and not having a ton of energy stuff is something I've just like dealt with and worked around. And I was like, mm-hmm. I'm sure other people do the same thing. Yeah. Um, but I'm sure a lot of people also don't because, you know, other people are, you know, doing fine in terms of sleep and energy and all that sort of stuff. So I was like, maybe this will be a good, like, let's just right. talk about different ways of tackling this outside of what I hear a lot in like different Facebook 
design groups of like people like i'm just stuck on this game what do i do and everyone's like just push through it like you right. gotta you gotta just keep right. going and i'm like what if you can't <laughs> right right so, not to mention that that is just not always good advice anyways no. right it's a I mean, burnout <laughs> i've junked games by doing that right where you're just like yeah. i'm just gonna make it work and then you just make it not good like okay yeah. now it's functional and it sucks like yeah <laughs> glad i did that <laughs> yeah so i've like i realized i've set a whole uh, system that is just like accepting that i am tired and i will not be in the mood to do a lot of things all the time and how do I deal with that? How do I work right, around that? Right. And I'm sure a bunch of people do this sort of thing anyway. Oh so my gosh, yeah. Yeah. Like this this could just be like normal, but like uh, this is just kind of coming from that context of like how do you do game design stuff and like not just do the thing of oh, if you're burnt out, take a break because if I did that, I would never game design. <laughs> and mm-hmm. that is going to make me more sad. <laughs> right. 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 So yeah, that's the that's the like big old reason for the topic i was thinking of for today yeah no and that's and that's great i mean and i think too a topic like this we were talking before the show is also good for people who who just don't have the kind of time you know there mm-hmm. are those people that, that go to every convention and they stay up till three in the morning every night oh, yeah. playing games and like i can't get to every convention and I, when i'm there like i can't stay up that late like not <laughs> if you want me up the next day there's no way right and no yeah so i mean so yeah and it's just and it can be hard i mean online conventions you can try those and that lets you pace your energy a little more but you also run into the problem at least at least i do with like having a family here that if i mm-hmm. go to a convention i'm there i'm locked in right yep i might get a phone call here or there i might talk to my kids talk to my wife which is great but if i'm here right like i'm here so well mm-hmm. my wife definitely would understand like that i'm doing this stuff today um my kids won't <laughs> you know i mean the yeah. fact that i can get them to not bother me when i'm recording the podcast is amazing and it's mostly because they're usually in bed and uh-huh. they know that's the one time when they cannot come into my office like i'm recording you have to stay out i will lock the door you know yeah. so I mean, so yeah i mean there's just so many time issues right with trying to squeeze things in and get stuff done yeah because this isn't like my full-time job so inevitably like my full-time job is going to be taking out most of my time and energy and like doing dishes and you know just eat cooking food also takes up all the energy that i I don't have kids so i don't have to deal with that whole problem which dealing with the energy you have is probably good (laughs) because i've thought about i've thought about that yeah (laughs) you just be in bed like yeah you know what we're just gonna stay in bed today it's it's good (laughs) yep so yeah um so I guess that was kind of the, the topic. And I, I've got like two parts to this in my head. Sure. Yeah. There's a bunch of random little things that I just do. I don't know. Again, don't know if they're different or whatever, but it's just what I do. Um, and then there's this whole um, like creativity uh, system that mm-hmm. I set up, which was um, inspired by this book um, from Chaos to Creativity by uh, Jesse Quack. Um, which I think Emma Larkins originally posted about on Twitter. And I was like, oh, oh and this okay. was when I was like, I've completely run out of energy and I can't focus on anything. How do I do this? And then I was posted and I was like, oh, cool. <laughs> um, so I figure it might be good to like start with that creativity system. Um, yeah, it sounds great to me. And then do the random little like stuff that works afterwards. Um, so yeah. Uh, creativity system. I guess the 
difference. It's it's going to sound maybe a little bit like all those productivity videos, except I feel like the thing that a lot of these productivity <laughs> videos miss, which I think this captures better, is what if you don't have time or what if you're doing creative stuff that doesn't have nice to do's um and right like how do you how do you handle the fact that everything is just kind of i mean in the title chaos to creativity right. how do you handle that everything is just going to be a mess and how do you kind of wrangle it that's more I, that's the part that i kind of focused on is that wrangling that like mess of everything and setting it up so that it's like easy to deal with that mess of stuff and you mm-hmm. don't have to put in all of this effort constantly um so yeah, so like, because the first thing that was difficult was like, okay, if I'm tired, I should like book some, how, how do I like make myself actually do this? Mm-hmm. Um, and usually it's like, well, make your to-do list, book out time for yourself. Um, and it's like, that doesn't work. Because yeah, <laughs> I don't know when I'm going to be tired. I don't know when right. other stuff's going to be coming up. I can't look at my calendar and be like five o'clock on the Thursday. Um, so... It's just going to have energy. I'm going to will it. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah. cool. Or maybe I will have energy, but not enough energy to like play test, but I will have energy for this other thing. And so I think one of the, the ideas I liked about this um, system that the book kind of goes through, and I, I'm not summarizing the book. Uh, I've pulled a bunch of stuff out of it. Right. Fair enough, more fair an inspiration yeah. point. Yeah. So this is not a description. You should go read the book anyway. Right. right. Um, yeah. So there's this whole idea of like corrals for all your stuff. Um, these are the two things I think are super important from it. The corrals for all of the things and just pulling all that chaos into something a bit nicer. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's also that kind of sense of just iterating on your process, like a game design. <laughs> um, and just like treating it like that. So the way I kind of do these corrals is, um, so I don't have the energy to just do the next thing on the list. Um, right, right. So that I can't, I can't really do priorities of like, what's priority number one, get this video done. Okay. I'm tired. I don't want to do it, but I want to do something still. Um, right. So priorities just don't really work. I do have the benefit of this isn't a full-time job. That would be a whole different situation. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> right, so, right. Instead, one of the key things of like your system and these like getting these corrals to work is you've got to kind of look at like I took notes on this. Um, so it's more about focusing on like the actions that you're going to mm-hmm. take with things and not like the results of what you want to do. And so that was like, okay, right. And I think a lot of productivity stuff talks about this too. Mm-hmm. But I think it was super helpful for game design stuff um, because and let me bring up my little Trello board. Um, I started just thinking about what, what are the like actions that I take and can take? Um, because then what I can do is I can look at my list and be like, what mood am I in? (laughs) Do Mm -hmm. I have the energy for cutting out a bunch of cards? Do I have the energy for playtesting a thing? Um, do I have the energy to lie in bed and think about something? (laughs) Um, and so that's kind of how I contextualize a lot of these like groups. So -hmm. for example, my my Trello board and uh, if you don't know what a Trello board is it's basically just columns and in each each column is like a category or a phase or I mean whatever you want it to be right. and then there's all of these like cards that you slide in between 
essentially picture like a big board with a bunch of post-it notes on yeah. it and columns. I mean, that's exactly. the simplest way. And that is how some people make them. You know, yep. if you want to have a physical one, I've used that before with teams I've run. Um, yeah, and it works. It it It's surprisingly useful how well mm-hmm. it works. Yeah. And, and so what I did is each column is like an action that needs to be taken mm-hmm. on a game. Um, so all, all, each card is a game design that I'm currently working on. And then the, the actions are things like um, idea, which is basically, I should call it an actual action. <laughs> I just realized ideation, um, right. which is basically, uh, this is a super fuzzy thing. Like for example, I've got the sliding area control game, um, some area control game about sliding things. And if it's in the idea column, because that's one of the games that I can just lie on the couch and think about. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, makes total and that's sense. that's the action that needs to be taken. Yep. Then I've got my needs proto-testing column. I don't think this is a real word, but it's my word, um, which is basically just, um, it needs play testing, but there's no real game there. So what it mm-hmm. needs is me sitting with it, like fidgeting with a bunch of components. Yeah. Until Pushing I around realize. some cardboard, right? Yeah, just exactly. trying to figure out what happens. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's that like in between, like sitting on the couch and thinking and prototyping. Mm-hmm. That, for the record, is something that not everyone I don't think realizes how important that is. Because yeah, when I was a new game designer, I can't tell you how many times I would put something together on paper. I'd make the prototype, and we'd sit down at the table, like for the first play test with like you know Rob, the former co-host, or like my wife. And I would be like, why does this not feel like I expected it to feel like this just doesn't. And it's just because like sometimes physically taking components and laying them out, even if they're just blank. Yeah. So you can get a feel for it really makes a difference. Like it really helps. And it can like destroy a game design before you've started when you're like, (laughs) oh, no, I need to rethink this. So, yes, kudos to you for doing that. That's good. (laughs) It's the other thing about these columns that like forces. This is the creativity system part. Right. It's like have to take the steps with conscious, conscious about what steps actually are involved in like being creative, Mm -hmm. you know, Um, all those. So like that's a step I realized I need. You can make your own steps up, of course. Mm -hmm. And then there's the needs prototyping, which is like, I need to make a thing. I know what to do. I just need to do it. The needs playtesting column, um, the done column. um, And then these are my two favorite columns, which are on hold and in the back burner. Um, On hold is, I think I broke it. I kind of hate this. I'm going to put it in the on hold column for a little bit. And it's like a conscious way to not think about it anymore. Cause I guess this is part of the whole like energy thing and getting too distracted and whatnot. Sometimes I'll just spiral on a game and mm-hmm. it gets real bad. And I'm like, and I just need to take a break and like having that column to consciously move it over into it's not, it's at the end of this list. It's kind of hidden away if my screen is too small. Mm-hmm. And so I just don't see it. And then it's, but I haven't forgotten about it. Just moved over there. In the back burner is I've forgotten about it. Um, right. It's a huge <laughs> list. Very familiar um, with that column. I call that game ideas, and it's just a ton of folders <laughs> in my Google Drive under my games thing. Yeah. I, yeah, I just try to make sure that, like, I since they're in the back burner column, it's like this nice uh, freeing up of space in my head. Because mm-hmm. whenever I'm like, oh, remember, I've got this idea. I should try and book out some time to work on it and then i go and look at it to move it into my idea column then i realize it's in the back burner column and it's this immediately like nope 
right. shut it down. Um, you do not have like, time or oh, energy yeah. to do this. Yep. yep. <laughs> You've already done it. I um, I joke before, like when you when you come back to a game design that's been put on the back burner, I generally have two thoughts when I come back to that. One is why did I stop working on this? This is really good. And like, <laughs> I totally see what I did wrong. Like this is so easy to fix. And you just didn't have it at the time, right? You just didn't yeah. know how to fix it. But just as much as you look at a game and you're like, Oh, this is good. Like I remember this. And Oh, there was that. Yep. Nope. Nope. Put it back. Yep. Right. Cause you're like, no, I <laughs> yeah. no. it's a whole thing. <laughs> exactly. And so that kind of ties into this other part that um, the book went into, which was um, having a no list. <laughs> Um, I think that's what they called it, mm-hmm. um, which is just like, if, and this is a super important for me, is just having that list of things that you know, as much as you might want to do them, you, you shouldn't, and you mm-hmm. can't, and you don't have the time, and you've already decided that it, your time and energy is going to go to these other things. Mm-hmm. Um, for example, so like that back burner column, that's kind of in my no list. Stuff can come out of it, obviously, but like, you know, it has to have a pretty good reason. <laughs> right, right. And then like other stuff that goes in there is um, games where I have to make content. Mm-hmm. Um, so anything, I could never design like Race for the Galaxy or something like that. That's got like a hundred cards. I right. yeah, it's just, too much. I just know I can't. My brain looks at, I had to make goals for one of my games. Um, Isn't that the worst? Yeah, like twenty. It was like twenty cards, and it took me so long. And that was one of those tasks that I had to just like wait for the perfect right moment, or I was like right. all in the flow, and then I could finally do it. Um, yeah, so, yeah. And I find with those, like with, when it comes to goals and stuff like that, you'll be like, okay, this is here's the easy low hanging fruit. Like I can make <laughs> sixteen goals by dividing this thing up and doing this this specific thing in like four different ways each. Right? Done. Yeah. You're like, but I need 22 to like, for some reason with the game <laughs> and those last like six that you have to come up you just with, are just, you're just like, Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah. It's awful. Awful. Yes. It's the worst. So like that's in my note list. Um, and then I'm sure you've probably run into this problem, but like once you've got enough co-designs going, co-designs go into the note list and it's just, just, and having like a real, no list that is like a list of actual things i found mm-hmm. is nice because then you can just be a bit more like you have right. a reason you're not just lazy you're not i mean you know the list says you can't do it you agreed two right. months ago that you weren't going to do it so don't do it yep <laughs> save your energy for what you actually want to do and isn't gonna like just completely burn you out <laughs> so. yeah yeah and that's you you got to be able to say no right like mm-hmm. I, I'm constantly, you know, I'm not, con- okay, not constantly. Some people would disagree, but I, 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 I add, I almost said continually. I'm like, that's the same thing. Um, <laughs> I, I enjoy adding new co-designs to work on, but like for as much as people give me a hard time about how many co-designs I work on, I, I don't reach out to people every day when I'm like, oh, this would be interesting to talk to this person about. No, <laughs> you don't have time. <laughs> no. So, yeah. So I, yeah. I, that no idea is good. And sometimes I put it on the back burner and then I think I have time yeah. now. I'm going to reach out to this person. Oh yeah. So yeah. yeah. Cause it's just like, uh, this was my problem back before I started doing all this was 
as we mentioned earlier, I love picking up new hobbies and just doing everything. And I kept doing it over and over and over. And I, and when I put together that list of like all my random hobbies that I picked up and the things I wanted to like mm-hmm. do more of, and then added some of them to that no list, I was like, that's a lot of things going into that list. But like now it's just like game design at the top. Yep. <laughs> um, yep. And, you know, baking because baking is something I can do that is relaxing and then it feeds me. Um, that is a pretty know. good deal, right? <laughs> I know, right? It's fun. So it's like, I didn't get rid of all of them. Right. Um, right. Yeah, so that that was like a big help. And it's like, it's just this whole thing of, I think originally when I was like starting to have all these like sleep problems, I was like, gosh, I just need to push through it and do things though. Because like, I'm just being lazy. Like, how do I not be tired? And it's like, after a little bit, I was like, nah, I'm just, I'm tired. Like, I am right. a tired human. I will mm-hmm. keep slowly working on making, improving this. Cause like, you know, there's improvements I can make, but like, mm-hmm. I should just accept it. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. And I'll, yeah. it'll help all of these other things. And I probably will not be able to do as much as I could if I wasn't tired all the time, but at least I'll be doing something which is like fulfilling for me. And that is important too, because, you know, I mean, so many people have opinions about like, Oh, just work through it. Like you're, (laughs) you can, you know, like be tired and keep doing stuff. Right. And like, and that's crap. Like in, in, you know, I'm so glad that we're coming more aware of, you know, that, that ableism idea, right. Of being Mm -hmm. like, you can do it, just push through it. You'll be fine. Like, no, no. Like, like, it's sometimes you can't, you know, I, I have, I tend to have the opposite problem where I'm tired all the time, except for when I should be tired. So like, mm-hmm. I don't sleep when I should sleep and I want to sleep when I can't sleep. Um, but that time when I'm like, you know, that insomnia time, like for me is very unproductive because it's yeah. not like my brain is focused, right? Cause I'm mentally exhausted, but yeah. I can't sleep. So, you know, um, yeah. So, and so yeah. And I think recognizing those limits is all I was going to say is, is, yeah. is important. And, understanding that like you don't owe it to anyone to say i'm going to just torture myself and push through like you don't have to do that and i think more people need to realize that yeah and it's like it's not saying that like if you're tired or have um other things up or disability or whatever that you like shouldn't do it it's just like the world shouldn't tell you that you must (laughs) Like, exactly yeah it's up I mean, to there you are times you figure out like, your own limits right and don't have yeah. the world force <laughs> i'm sure there are times when you push yourself more than you want to because you have oh, yeah. a deadline and you've committed to it and or something i just really care about and i right you're like and yeah that, that's okay right because then yeah. you're choosing to do that um it's not like you're being told to suck it up and just feel better and get it yeah. over with right because that yeah. that is not okay yeah like yeah, had this at like previous jobs. And Have stuff. you tried like... yoga? Oh yeah, that one's great. <laughs> That's yeah, my yeah. favorite. You get that for anxiety. Have you tried melatonin? Yeah. Have you done yeah. all these things? Yes. What about just sleeping more? And it's like I'd love right. to. I'd really right. love You're like to. I, I would. That's the problem. I could sleep all day, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh yeah. So anyway, um, oh, gosh, gosh, where were we? Um, yeah. So yeah, kind of coming to terms with that, and it's like it's it's made me feel more fulfilled. Uh, Mm -hmm. doing all this stuff because i wasn't just like crashing through a bunch of things that i did want to do but there's too much going on so i just wasn't able to do it and just like working with those limits instead of like trying to work around them and pretend they weren't there right (laughs) um way better 
here's uh, a question though I have about like you know you're talking mm-hmm. about you know doing the corrals and stuff like that and yeah, obviously yeah, Trello right. seems to work super well for you for that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, one of the issues that I have I found actually as you started talking about Trello, I was like, oh, I love Trello. I used to use Trello, and I pulled it up and I have like three half finished boards that I've never done anything with. And like, Mm -hmm. that's the problem that I run into of like, I find a system that I think is going to work and for a while it does. And then, and then maybe it doesn't. Right. Yeah. So then I move on to a different system that I think will work better. And for a while it does. And you know, there always tends to be things where like, okay, now that I'm doing this system, this always works for me, but it doesn't cover everything. And something like Trello does cover, it can cover as much as you want it to, but like, how do you how do you help yourself stick with that system? Um, Cause there have to be times when it's not perfect, when it does not uh, do yeah. exactly what you need it to do. So, so there's like two parts to this. There's when we're talking about corrals, um, you have different types of corrals for different types of things. So mm-hmm. Trello really, really bad for just dumping your ideas out. Correct. I have a different corral <laughs> for dumping my ideas out. Mm-hmm. Um, that is a paid, so I, I use Notion, uh, just cause it can do all of the things. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so I've just got a page in Notion that is called giant list of ideas. I, <laughs> I like that you named it just on the nose. There. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. And I just, whenever I think of anything, I know that's where it goes. So this is the whole corral yeah. thing. It's like, mm-hmm. it's, it's more about, there are places to put that this is the chaos to creativity thing. There, there's all that chaos of all those ideas and things you need to do and blah, 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 meetings, etc. And you kind of categorize them and then put them into their corrals. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, giant list of ideas is the corral for the everything, just random thoughts. The Trello boards, my design tracker, is the corral for active designs. Things I'm actually working on that mm-hmm. I want to keep going. And so part of this whole process is like moving things from corral to corral. Um, and I, I think once you've got individual corrals for different things, instead of one mm-hmm. big system, it's easier to swap pieces out. So let's say that giant list isn't working for you, but like the Trello board is working for the active designs. Cool. Swap that chunk out. Um, right. And that, that makes sense. I, I, I tried to use, I'd never used Notion before. Um, Neil Roberts uses Notion a lot and like, and he really loves it. Like it, it works the way his brain works and it's perfect mm-hmm. for him. And like where I'm like, let's use Google docs to do yeah. like the rules and let's use this for that. And, and like, and for him, like literally having everything in that in, in Notion, like was perfect for him. Like, mm-hmm. cause he could find everything we needed. He could cross reference things and stuff. And like, for me, that was like, I'm not passionate about that. So (laughs) I'm not going to do that. I know myself, I'm not going to. Right. So like, so I just kind of didn't use it as much, but then that can be hard because like one co-designer is using the thing. And then you're not always like, I'm always constantly like, Neil, where is this in there? (laughs) Like, I can't remember where this is. You've sent it to me five times. I know. But if it's a uh-huh. Google Doc folder, I can be like, oh, it's right here. Like, I know right yeah. where it is. <laughs> yeah. So, like, so, stick to Google Docs. It, uh, it's right. more just this whole thing is about, like, writing the process down, mm-hmm. um, separating it out into its corrals, writing down the process of, like, what moves where, which thing has what, when you move things. Mm-hmm. So, for example, in the book, there are, like, every Monday, uh, go to this 
like your fuzzy weird everything corral and try and move it over into your to-do list corral right mm-hmm. i don't do that i more just am like uh the action of moving from a giant list of ideas to active design thing mm-hmm. is just a when i am bored <laughs> and need right. something new right mm-hmm. so like but like that's the sort of, that's what the flexibility of this whole thing is it's just like it doesn't have to be on a schedule it's just you have to yeah. write down yeah. and then you can iterate on it because if it doesn't work you just it's like when you're designing a game like if you're designing a big old euro game if the game isn't working you usually don't swap out the whole game <laughs> right 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 you, sw- right. you tweak a piece of it right, right and then right, you tweak right. another piece of it and i think yeah once you break your creativity system down into those like systems um mm-hmm. kind of like how a game design works um that i feel like is a little bit easier to think about iterating because i definitely went through this too it's like um i originally had uh individual trello boards for each game so i could track those ideas and i just oh gosh yeah i bet that was awful it oh it was it was, cool, it was good it was when awful. i was working on one game <laughs> Um, right, right, right. Once I was working on lots of games, it just stopped right, working. Right. Um, and so, but since it wasn't the whole system, I could just drop them <laughs> and mm-hmm. instead just have a page of running notes, which worked way better for me. Right, right. And so, and that, yeah. The biggest thing I struggle with right now, honestly, is having numerous projects is mm-hmm. that I have to schedule everything. Like, so I yeah. like, constantly have got notes and to-do lists and things, and I just don't like it. Like visual is better for me. So that's why I'm yeah. wondering if, you know, kind of for my global to-dos and action steps and stuff, Trello probably is the place to do it in. Um, because if every day I'm looking at that saying, okay, what's where? And I, I really like, I love the idea of what do I have energy for right now? What do I have time for? Because that that mm-hmm. happens to me a lot. And it's, it's actually one of the reasons why I co-design so much is, because even though game design is not my full-time job, but over the last two years, it's been mostly my job because, yeah. you know, the coaching stuff I did, I do a lot less, I did a lot less that over the pandemic. I'm, I'm, I'm coming back into doing more of that now, but like it really, like I, I found the issue would be that I could work on a game, but if I design the game, I get to a point where I'm like, well, now I need to either play test this or bounce it off someone. Right. I can't mm-hmm. do anything. I'm stuck. Yeah. Well, what if I just worked on a different game? Well, okay. But so now I'm working on two games by myself and like, and then after like, you know, introducing the third game, cause I keep running into the same issue. Well, now I have three games that need to be play tested. Yeah. <laughs> I'm no better off than I was. So that's where co-designing had really helped me to be able to say every week, I will meet with this person and we will move this game forward. We will play test it together. We yeah. will play test with other people. Um, And that for me has been really helpful. But the other thing is, uh, there's a lot of times like I'd be like, I don't feel like doing game design right now, but I've got this game that needs content created for it. So I'm going to work on that. Or yeah, I want to do anything but create content right now. So I'm going to write some <laughs> rules. That's I don't think I ever say I w- don't sure, want to do this yeah. other thing. So I'm going to write some rules. I it's like, like I guess books. I'm going to write rules. Do you? Hey, we should work on a game together. That's my <laughs> that's my goal is to work on a game with people who really like writing rules. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I'm um, awful at it. Yeah, the Trello board might be good then. It's yeah, I'm thinking that the Trello board is probably a really good thing for me to try. Just uh, yeah, again. just try it, and if it doesn't, because I did love it. You know, at my last job, my team used it, and I used it, and it really was good. I think the the one of the big things 
uh, is you've really honed in on the columns, right? And like mm-hmm. when I when you get to move something in in sometimes that's a little tiny step and sometimes it's a bigger step and like that is nice to have all of those things and those ways that you can move stuff around. So I I really need to yeah, I, I need to give that a try again because I do think it's kind of a global thing for me that would be really helpful and I won't add designers to it because i've made that mistake in the past nah, not that just, it was bad but like oh and then this person can add to it and this person and it's like you know what no this needs to be mine like this is yeah. my sacred to-do list because it's just for me because it's it's your creativity system not other people's creativity right, right. system right everyone works so differently from each other mm-hmm. um yeah mm-hmm. so yeah, and, and what you were saying about like, oh gosh, like there's three games in playtesting. It's it's funny when you got the trailer board, there's like three things in the playtesting column. It's, mm-hmm. it's much easier to just be like, t- to just kind of see that bottleneck. Right, <laughs> And yes. like tweak tweak other stuff. Um, yep, yep. Yeah. Yeah, no. That, um, I, I'm going to, I'm going to give that a go, uh, starting next week. I'm going to start trying to put that together. So yeah, I'll, let me know how it goes. I, I'll, I'll talk about that in the update. <laughs> Doing <laughs> yeah. that yeah and and then again the whole uh thing is just iterate on it so if it doesn't work it's it's just about wrangling all of the stuff so that you know mm-hmm. how to move it from one spot to the next yep yep and it's not really like this is how to do it um yeah yeah and and i think being flexible is really important for a while i was using this system there was just something i made up where it was like i have a massive to-do list and then i had a, a section that i just called today i will and it was like, mm-hmm. today I will. And then I would pull things out of the to-do list and put them up there. Um, and at first that was fun, right? Because it was like, oh, this is what I want to work on today. But then, of course, it was like, well, now like this deadline's coming. So that's what has to go there. So yeah. now I have to move out the stuff I don't want to did I wanted to do. And and it just became like cumbersome and not interesting. And then I just didn't do it anymore. Because yep. if it doesn't work, don't do it. But, but you need to find another way to do it. Right? Yeah. <laughs> you know? When you're like, this boat's not efficient. I don't like this boat. You don't just jump out of the boat and start swimming, right? Like you find yeah. another boat or you modify your boat. <laughs> yeah. I think I was just thinking something else you mentioned about like, oh, you keep adding on games um, mm-hmm. every time you hit the playtesting bottleneck. I definitely had that. And I think because um, all I had time for was, you know, just noodling on little ideas. Mm-hmm. And I, I think I realized that's, fine like i always hear people going like gosh all these people who start designs and never finish them like geez look at me with my like game i've been working on for like five years which is like fine too but it's just like they don't have to be at odds (laughs) yeah of the two that sounds awful like when somebody's like well i worked on this game for four years i'm like oh like oh like and then and then they signed it with someone and i'm like i I can't like if that was the only game I was working on, like I would stop designing games because I would be <laughs> so bored. Yeah. Um, but I exactly. understand that like for other people, that's their passion and good for them. Like, that's great. You know, I mean, look at Roscoe Roscoe, as he always talks about, he's probably designed more games than everyone in our weekly meetup combined. Mm-hmm. Um, but he doesn't like, he doesn't intend for them all to get published. Right. Yeah. A lot of them he designs as an exercise for himself. And and I think that's awesome because that works for him and he likes that. And every time he does that, he's practicing his craft and getting better, right? And yeah. so, yeah. Exactly. It's like, I, this is what happened with me. I was like, I don't have time to do this whole pitching thing. I guess I've got a game ready for pitching. That's fine. It'll stay in that like done column <laughs> where it just needs pitching now. 
Um, mm-hmm. And I will design more games. And yes, every single one of those will eventually hit that like needs pitching or needs playtesting mm-hmm. bottleneck. But then when I do have the energy to do the pitching, I can just do them all at the same time. And yes, so it's like that is yes, that is a big deal, right? Yeah. That's that's not like playtesting. You can pitch 20 games at once if you have to, right? Or even the playtesting thing, right? It's like I I don't have the energy to meet with all these people. I'm really burnt out from, you know, work, so I don't need to do social interactions right now. So I will keep designing games and getting them into that needs playtesting column. And mm-hmm. then <laughs> In a month's time or whatever, when things calm down and are doing fine, I'm not going to design any more games. I'm just going to playtest all of these games and get them back. And then it's like, so maybe it'll take four years to design, get four games from start to finish. But that's because I did design with all of them, Mm -hmm. playtesting all in the middle and then pitching all at the end instead of like four games, one each year. Like, right, right. It's it's still See, just about picking when you're up for it. Right. Um, and I'm totally down with that. It's just, you know, some people are able to like singularly focus on a game oh, yeah. for that long. And don't get me wrong. Like, that's how we get masterpieces, right? Like, mm-hmm. that's how we get those amazing oh, yeah. games. But it's just not for everybody. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you want to design a bunch of euros. Go for it. Like, <laughs> those take a lot of time, right? Yeah. So many systems to work out and. I think, yeah, that is the other thing that like helped was just having more ideas. I think that's good in general, but like Mm -hmm. it does mean if you're working on multiple games, it is easier to just do some game design stuff and not have to do one thing. Like if Mm -hmm. you've got five games and they're all in playtesting and you want to add a sixth game because that's what you got the energy for, it's just thinking about stuff. Perfect. But if you've only got the one game, (laughs) you're going to kind of have to. Yeah. Do yeah. the thing you don't want to do. Yep. Yep. Yeah. yeah. There's definitely no right or wrong way. I mean, oh, you no. do what works for you. Yep. And that's what's important. Yeah. So that was kind of my whole creativity system spiel. Um, yeah. No, that's, I, I found that super helpful. I mean, it certainly inspired me to go back and try to use Trello again to do something, you know, that'll, mm-hmm. that'll help fix some of the things that I know I'm not as good at. So. Yeah, and um, I definitely recommend checking out the the book. It was from chaos to creativity. Yeah, um, I wrote that down. That um, yeah, that sounds cool. that sounds interesting to me. It's not a long one as well. It's just a little like kind of workbook style thing. So uh, I thought it was even good. better. <laughs> yeah, it's got a little yeah, like those are nice. now go off and do this thing. Come back in like right. a week's time. Um, right, right. That is cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like these oh, yeah. self help books that are like you know five hundred pages long. I'm like, <laughs> hmm, it's never gonna happen. It's never <laughs> no. gonna happen. I can't focus like, anyway. Yeah. What? Here's 500 pages on how to focus. Good luck with that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So, yeah. So, that was that? I think then the other, the second part to this was like all the other little yeah. stuff. Um, that's just like how to make game design something that's just a casual, easy thing you can do instead of a bit of a slog. Because it's definitely mm-hmm. going to be a slog sometimes. Like, uh, you know, for people who don't like writing rule books, unless you pay someone, <laughs> right, right, gonna right. be gonna be anything you gotta do. Um, and so I think one thing was just that, like, making the most out of playtests. Um, mm-hmm. Here's your take on this too, because I, I think it's a good thing to do anyway. But there's like two types of playtests. I feel like this is super generalizing, um, right? 
<laughs> I just realized there are two types of playtests. Yes, that's I'm it. Get destroyed for that comment. Um, <laughs> so for me, there are two types of playtests. Um, one of them is that I have a full game and I need to try it and see what happens. And then yep, there's yep. the playtests that are like, I have no clue what this is. I've got 20 different ideas and I just need to try stuff out with humans who are not me. Um, yeah, yep. Which are those kind of playtests you can't do so much in a lot of the like playtesting groups. Um, Correct. Yeah. You need the uh, right people for that. Yeah. And that is actually where co-design comes in handy because yep. like, you know, Michael Wasbrock and I have been working on a game and in the last few sessions have just been us playtesting portions of our game. Like, yeah. See if this system still, if this works and we've, okay, now the system works like we want it. Now let's introduce this other system, you know? And that, yeah. that is hard to do with an official play test with a group of people you don't know. Like if you want to like yeah. break my game or something, it's, you know, yeah, that's, yeah. that's where friends Wouldn't come work. in handy. <laughs> and yeah. Games. And like, shoot, where was I going with this? This is me getting distracted by things. Um, Sorry. I also am no, very no, distracting. So you're I, good. I get it. <laughs> I will be talking doing a sentence and halfway through i'll just completely lose it um it's in my notes i've got this though <laughs> right okay the like playtests where you are just trying stuff um can't mm -hmm. do them in normal groups um but so a lot of the times when i was gonna go into a like a break my game playtest or something um i'd end up just not going because i i couldn't i just couldn't get the game done um, mm -hmm. And yeah. as as I mentioned at the start, those are high energy requirement events. Oh, yeah. Just to find time. out if your drafting system is interesting. <laughs> Not mm -hmm. even like, mm -hmm. do the numbers work and how does it play out when we play it for three right, hours? Right, right, just right. like, does anyone care <laughs> about this thing? Um, right. So I feel like that was one of the things. And people are always like, don't play test with friends. It's a bad idea. It's not They're a bad wrong. idea. Yeah, it is. I, I, it, ha it has its purposes that are very specific, but it's not right. like a bad idea. You need, I mean, like you need to consider. I would say you need to consider the people you're playtesting with, and the type of feedback you get from those people. Mm -hmm. There are people I've playtested with over the years that I will only playtest certain types of games with at certain times. Right? Like, mm -hmm. okay, this game is to this level. I'm ready to play it with this person, and if it's not, I won't because they won't they it just won't work right like yeah there are some play testers who expect a game to be more finished there are others who can deal with you know let's play this one bit of drafting and see if it's stupid or not right yeah um when i had when i had bez on the show she talked about how at their play tests uh thing that they have if you're like i don't have a full game like that's super welcome. They'll be like, mm -hmm. I just want to sit down for 10 minutes and explain this to you and then see if you think it makes sense. And yeah. she's like, we love doing that with people. So like, that's the playtesting group you need to find. Yeah. Um, that's, so, that's what we've because, been doing in one of my uh, like private groups. That's great. We're just that's like great. us and three other people is just, I think we all started to show up and be like, does anyone have a game tonight? And everyone be like, no, I I didn't have time, too tired, whatever, but I've got this like idea. <laughs> I just want to show mm -hmm. you. Um and once we started doing that and we're like, oh, we don't have to bring a whole game. Um yeah. I feel like things picked up. <laughs> Cause we're yeah. all at the same kind of like I, I not to speak for them, but I, I feel like we're all at that same like 
there's a lot going on. <laughs> We're mm-hmm. tired yeah. space. Mm-hmm. And just and I did this exactly what you said the other day. I have a card game that um its drafting system is boring and needs spicing up. And we just played like ten different things and people just kept throwing out ideas. And we played yep. tested for like as long as we normally would have, but it was just easier and more calm yep. and less expectation mm-hmm. because it's like I know we're always like oh game designs are not going to work out but like mm-hmm. it's really rough when a game design doesn't work out in the first 15 minutes and now you are in it for the next four hours right um, I will I will call off a play, <laughs> I will call off a play test though. exactly like, yeah yeah it's not working and people are like no let's keep it like no no, no yeah, it's just not it's done. not gonna work no we're trust good. me it's we're at we're if you think we're here we're just going down like it's yeah. not this is going downhill <laughs> and so like just being able to like just be like oh this we played like three cars and was like this is bad i don't like this scrapped Mm -hmm. moved on to the next one and then we did that for everyone else's games afterwards and you know it's great um and i just find those low energy play tests yeah they're just so much nicer sometimes (laughs) yeah my friend rob and i one time i fully iterated a game in like a week because every day at lunch i would have a new version that we would just mess around with and mm-hmm. it was like, oh, you know what? Tomorrow, let's just try it this way. Oh, wow. This this is, you know, and it literally went from junk to something I was really happy with in five days, like five working days of us just messing with it at lunch every day. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was real low impact, right? And that's where like events like Unpub, like if you've never been to an Unpub, don't ever go to an Unpub. Um, you Listen, <laughs> Unpub is great. I'm not saying Unpub is bad. What I'm saying is based on what you have told me about you, like, uh-huh. Unpub would be really tough. Cause like, and, and when you go to like an unpub event, like I feel like it's like, it's, I don't, I don't want to use the word performative, but like when you are sitting in front of playtesters whom you don't, you've never met, right? And a lot of them are gamers, but not designers, and they are at that event to play what they think are ninety percent games, right? At least ninety yeah. percent, maybe closer to a hundred, and they even when that's the performative thing right is like you're showing them this game as if it's like a done thing and and we know that many times it's not it's not even close right um and and that the games without that polish can be really hard for people and because they have the expectation that it does have the polish like it's it's real tough right so i've went to a lot of unpubs and everyone ends with me getting great feedback but having like a massive headache (laughs) <laughs> and being like, I'm glad I only do this once a year, like because uh-huh. it's 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 a lot. Um, yeah, it's a lot. Have you? I mean, have you done many or any like actual in person playtesting events? I like got that? to do. Um, There's a protospiel down in Mountain View by me. I'm I'm over in the mm-hmm. Bay Area. Um, mm-hmm. That I went to, and then like a couple little like prototype rooms at some small local conventions. Mm-hmm. Um. And yeah, I definitely definitely got that sense of like, if it if it breaks, <laughs> it's a, you're done, um, mm-hmm. and there's no real opportunity to fix it. I've had people sometimes be like, I change the rules, and they're like, Are you just trying to make me lose? And they're not joking. They're like, uh, yeah, they, they, yeah. I'm like, I, no, I yeah. just want to make my yeah. game better, please. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. Like, if you don't have a lot of energy, and you keep going to these like playtesting things and being very tired afterwards because they're you know demanding um then trying 
I, I just wish they were more chill. Let's just mess around things. I do know that I, mm-hmm. I know that they have to be kind of intentionally that because like, oh, we yeah, want to make sure. Absolutely. Yeah. But I, I feel like if if Break My Game had a like playtesting thing once a week that was like, this is not like full playtesting. It's just everyone gets like half an hour to mess around playtesting. Right, right. Um, yeah. Chill playtesting. I, I feel like that would be, I feel like that would be helpful because it's... I, and you know what? I bet that it would be like overwhelmed with people that would be interested <laughs> in that because, because it's just, it, it is. It's nice to just be able to sit down and talk about your game with people. Yeah. Um. You know, it's like, again, it's, it's a reason I co-design. Like I've gotten to the point where designing in a vacuum is not fun for me. Like I want to design with, yeah. you know, with, with another person or more and really talk it through Um, because that solves a lot of these issues we're talking about, right? Like, when I was working on my own games, just me, I had that issue all the time of like, you bring this in front of a group and you hope it doesn't, you know, it's sink or swim, right? And you hope it doesn't sink mm-hmm. because it's going to be awkward. Um, yeah. And like, and now, you know, because there's another person there, we still have had play tests where like, you know, I mean, Hannah and I's game, if you find this, like we did a play test and it was, it was somewhat tragic. Like it just like within the first 10 minutes, we're like, this isn't going to work. Not at all. <laughs> this is kind of embarrassing. But because the people were cool, we just stopped and we just talked through what the game was supposed to be doing that it clearly was not. Yeah. And and we got amazing feedback and it turned out to be super useful. And right. had that been like a serious like playtesting group, it may not have, right? And the feedback may have been like, oh, bring this back when you get it working, right? Yeah. <laughs> and this was like, what were you trying to do? Because it wasn't coming through. Like, okay, well, let's talk about that, right? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. And it's like, I, I definitely... I don't want this to come off as like, oh, those playtesting events are bad. They are super useful and great. It's more so just, useful if if you don't have the energy like me uh, to put in the time required for those. Um, mm-hmm. There are other alternatives <laughs> that you can look into. Um, and I just I think that there are so many different types of game designers and different yeah. types of games that, of course, those aren't going to you know energy or not. Those just aren't yeah. going to work for everyone. Oh right? yeah. I mean, I would bust my butt so hard to get ready for an unpub, right? And I I always would bring at least two games because otherwise the first game would be crap. It would turn out, like, even though you'd be like, this works great. And you'd sit it down and like, nope, <laughs> it doesn't. So I would always bring a couple of games, if not three. So that, and that also helped because then I didn't get tired of the game that I was playing, right? Because yeah. that's the other thing is like, on the fourth play, I'm like, I hate this game. Like, I don't want to play this anymore. Like, I played it four <laughs> times today. Like, and every time it's the whole, like, I got to explain it. We got to go through it. You know, it's not like you're hanging out with your friends, trying 10 hands of, of a different drafting mechanics, right. To yeah. see what works the best. Um, so yeah, like that's, uh, there's, there are <laughs> use, there are uses for all of it. Um, oh, yeah. and I think knowing what you need is, is the key, right? I mean, GI Joe mm-hmm. would tell you it's half the battle. So right. And that <laughs> literally is it. Yeah, Exactly. Um, yeah, so that was that was one big thing that I've been thinking about more recently about all this sort of stuff. Absolutely. Let me see yeah, what else is on the list. These are just some little random things. Uh, quick plug for the Noun Project. Um, you don't have to yeah, make art. I'm a member of the Noun Project. <laughs> I, I started using that and I was like, I'm just going to subscribe. This is so much easier. Yeah, it's great because I can just be, I had a game recently that needed a bunch of flowers and I could just type flower and get thousands of flower options and mm-hmm. now i don't have to figure out art 
Um, because I was trying to find flowers. Oh, go for it. Right. I was. was Well, the other um... nice thing. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, you go. Go ahead. Okay. Okay, I'll go. I was trying to find flowers that were different enough but similar, so that I could like make sure that my icons were like double coded for people who are colorblind. And Mm -hmm. I don't have the creativity to come up with those flowers. (laughs) So the noun project has lots of people who are really good at what they do. Mm-hmm. So, yeah that was that yeah I, so i i used to use gameicons.net exclusively um before mm-hmm. i knew about the noun project game icons uh net is fantastic oh like, yeah but it's all very gamery right like it mm-hmm. all very feels like game stuff which is great right but yeah. you're like hey i need random flowers right and they're gonna have one or two flowers yeah. and that's not enough and the the really cool thing about the noun project is that you can find these sets of things, right? Like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, so this is the artist that did these. Now I'm going to look at all their stuff. Yeah. And guess what? They all look well, similar, consistent. but not too similar, you know? <laughs> yeah, I love that part of it. There's also a plugin for Illustrator. If um, if you're into Adobe, not that I'm into Adobe, mm-hmm. but I have Illustrator. Um, and you can just, it, it's in Illustrator and you just click on it. You search inside Illustrator, click the icon, and it automatically imports oh, the thing into, wow. the, into it. That's so useful. That that's really useful. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's that. Other little things. Um, this is one I like. It's just leaving stuff lying around. It kind of goes with that whole, like, I don't always know what to do, what I'm going to have energy for. <laughs> so I just, when I'm like, I have some time. Uh, mm-hmm. I can do things. So like right now that drafting system I was talking about on my table, I've set up a little tiny uh, Ikea desk table next to me. Mm-hmm. One of those cheap ones. Uh, yeah, yeah. I've got like a nice gaming mat for it so that it's got like a nice surface. And I just dump my games in there sometimes. So right now there's just a pile of cards. And every now and again, I right. can just look over and be like, drafting system? And just fiddle with it. Cause I, yep. I feel like that works pretty well for me. Um, instead of having to I, I like do that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure this one's a, de- a more common thing, but it's just, I've, I've found that like, cause I get distracted really easily. <laughs> um, mm-hmm, same, and same. I cannot fight them. <laughs> so <laughs> I've accepted it and I found the better way to like, re- again, rather than working around it, just work with it. If I'm like, Oh, I have this thing. It's going to be super cool. If I do the drafting this way, I could just do that real quick and find out that it's awful. Um, and then right, it's gone right. from my head. <laughs> yep. Like, yep. And I can go back to doing like normal day-to-day work. <laughs> yeah. No, um, I, I don't do that on purpose, but I do tend to leave stuff out and around and then I'll just find myself fiddling with it. And it mm-hmm. can be helpful sometimes. Other times it's just a mess. So the fact that you have like a <laughs> table specifically for it is a very organized way to be messy. And I like that. Um, that, yeah, yeah, that is it. I am definitely not organized i'm sure you can see behind me i've just got stuff everywhere um <laughs> see in my like... office looks super organized but as soon as i do this nice. where my printer and everything is total <laughs> mess also yeah. like in that cabinet behind me all the game design bits that you could ever want all messy and that's you know, nice so yeah yeah like and there's a shelf back there you can't that you can barely see that's uh-huh. full of crap too so yeah <laughs> designed Perfect. so that from my webcam you can't see that it's dirty so yeah that's clever no, yeah my yeah. office is built in a way that makes it look 
nice for video calls nice professional <laughs> but but it's not yeah 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 so i i think it's a good i hadn't quite thought about it that way but like having an organized space for my like chaotic everything yeah is mm-hmm. like very nice because it just kind of i guess it's like another corral you know <laughs> it's like mm-hmm. it's just another place to put my ideas and leave them that is not going to get in the way of everything else and they can stay there yeah um, absolutely i had these it's a fun story uh, i don't know if it's a fun story actually whatever um i had this <laughs> idea for a game uh that used polyominoes and they're got black and white spaces on them and it's stacking and so you mm-hmm. place out a polyomino, you make a, a area, and then you can place polyominoes on top as long as they fit inside the regions that you've made from the black and white squares that are on the below polyominoes, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I had no idea what to do with this um, for ages, but I just really liked the idea. And I just left it out and took it out every now and again and just put it there and then put it back into my bins of stuff. Mm-hmm. And then this... Uh, this winter in December, I was so sick of this one game I was working on that I had to move it into the back burner column. Um, and I was like, well, I need a new game. And then all of a sudden, all of these like game ideas clicked together and I designed that game in like two weeks. Um, Mm -hmm. and I think it's my best game so far. (laughs) So just leaving bits out on the table for two years, right? Eventually (laughs) paid off. That's awesome. Not determination. Not any of that stuff, just <laughs> I randomly looked at it one time with a different angle. And and you were like, yeah. oh, wait. Yeah, so, because I, my, cre- my ideas will just happen. They're not organized. I can't have time for thinking about game design ideas. That doesn't work. So right, right, I just have to work right. on it. And I'm sure a lot of people work like that, but I don't think that's specifically a tiredness sort of thing, but that's just my... like working with the way my brain gets really distracted is way better than trying to work around it that makes total sense yeah why fight it right Mm -hmm. uh one thing i want to make sure you mentioned because we got to move on here in a minute uh, um uh your the way you do your website portfolio i love this so yeah um i can't take full credit for it i'm pretty sure i heard about someone else who talked about it but i definitely just jumped into it because i was like Wall one, um, everything I've done is digital because pandemic. Um, right, right. So sell sheets don't make any sense um, because what am I going to... It makes no sense to pass, send someone a piece of like printer paper sized thing when mm-hmm. you only do that because it's easy to do that at a convention. <laughs> right, right. So that was kind of why I was also like, I should just go all in on this website thing. So I just have a WordPress website. Um you could probably do whatever you want. Um, but WordPress has like a portfolio thing you can do. Um, and so anytime I get a game into like pitching stage, um, there's a couple things I pull together and put on a portfolio page for one of my games. One of them is just like a picture, just to like, you know, action shot that's going to be like the yep. cover photo. Um, the other thing is the video. Um, Mm -hmm. which I like doing videos for pitches. Um, I've gotten a bit of a like routine down for them now, Um, Mm -hmm. which my routine is basically a write-up bullet point script, um, which has a couple things in it. It's got 
what the game is, what you're doing as the first like, you know, 10, 20 seconds. Mm-hmm. Then it's got, this is, this is something I can do because all of my games are kind of system based, simple stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I can show around, <laughs> um, nice. and not fully nice. teach yeah. it. Um, right. But like, I can show you what you're going to do in a round and mm-hmm. pick a cool example or something. Um, I spent like 20 minutes last night just moving the pieces around onto the board until they were in the perfect, super clever, like clever example. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I do that too. And it's yeah. always like, this is such a pain, but it's going to be worth it. <laughs> yeah. And then it turns out your phone didn't record anything. So you give up for the night. <laughs> um, yeah. So then I have a round and then um, I do at the end a, usually I do this. I didn't do it for this one. A time-lapse of the game being played. Uh, mm-hmm. It usually covers about 20 seconds. Um, so that time-lapse might look a bit uh, awful if it's too long of a game. So, you know, adjust your time-lapse to make visual sense. Right, right. Yeah, but then yeah, have yeah, a yeah. speak, uh, a, a part that's kind of explaining why this game is cool, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, because hopefully the round overview told you what it was. <laughs> you know, yep. it started to give you that inkling of why it was cool. And then that, like, time-lapse uh voiceover part at the end can be the like explanation and i found that format super easy to follow every time intro the game show around do a time lapse explain why it's cool over the time lapse Mm -hmm. i I have no that's very cut and dry yeah and i have to teach the game constantly so i I should be good at doing a round right Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. so i just do that um which has worked pretty well um that's cool and then yeah so that's in the that's in the website it's just that video keep it to like three minutes and then if I have a sell sheet um, with just some more details, I'll put that in there. But recently for one of them, I just put all of the stuff I would put on a sell sheet. I just put it underneath the video as text. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I agree with you that if you're not in person, sell sheets are are less necessary. I yeah. actually do like like a quick three page like PowerPoint presentation for my uh-huh. pitches now that it's no more data than a sell sheet. It's just laid out a little more pleasingly and like, yeah, has, exactly. like bigger pictures. And, um, and I've gotten decent responses off that because people feel like it's readable. Yeah. Um, and, uh, so yeah. And I, I was so pressured with sell sheets of how do I fit this all on? And just like, yeah. if I go back to conventions and have to pass those out again, sure. But in the meantime, this is better. So I yeah. think like what I'm going to try if I go to convention. So th- this is the other benefit of a website. Um, mm-hmm. I have connorwick.com. So if I give you a business card with the website, and then the name of the game I'm pitching on it, because like for uh, Amoeba Lab, one of my games right now, it, the website mm-hmm. URL is conawake.com slash portfolio slash Amoeba Lab. <laughs> so yeah, it's that easy, I can right? Google it. I can actually Google it. Um, so if they really forget, uh, they should be able to find it. And um, actually, one time what happened was I sent a game to a publisher and I sent the link. And so the, the link one, you can just send a link. Uh, mm-hmm. You don't have to attach five different files and link to a YouTube video and hope the permissions are correct. Right, right. It's just all right. that. <laughs> uh, I've also got the rule books. When I've, if I've ever got a rule book, I put the rule book on the page and just upload mm-hmm. it as a PDF. Um, so like every, if they want it, it's all organized in there. Um, and yeah, so I sent one to a publisher one time and they were like, that game doesn't really fit what we're doing, but I saw this picture for this other game and that looked cool. Then you pitch that one to me. Um, And I was like, oh, well, this website worked. 
Um, yeah, right. <laughs> so that's like not a guaranteed thing, but right. I mean, it makes it easy. Like, what if, a sly way to accidentally pitch a second game. Well, yeah, God. like they're all in the same place. They can, I mean, right? Because it's like your game can be great, but if you pitch it and it turns out that in two years' time they're going to release something similar, uh, which is not something you could ever know. <laughs> Mm-hmm. then you're out of luck so like yep. having options is super valuable mm-hmm. um so yeah i that's kind of been the benefit of the website um and then here's the other important thing at the bottom or somewhere on the page put like the status <laughs> um of just like i am pitching this this has been signed or this is a mm-hmm. work in progress because some right, publishers right. are interested in work in progress, and then at least when they look at it, they know. Right, right. They're not like, this isn't ready for pitching. You're like, yeah, yeah. I know it says it literally right yeah. in there. I mean, the one that the publisher was like, actually, can I look at that one? Did say work in progress. It literally just had a picture. So I guess the picture worked. Um, nice. Yeah. So yeah, have that in there because then you just won't get anyone confused. And then when right, it does right, get signed, right. they're not going to waste their time. Like, asking you about it um so yeah mm-hmm. that's my that's my whole website process and i literally awesome. just uploaded that amoeba lab video before this so nice yeah very cool no i love it uh so yeah everybody feel free to check that out and um and uh yeah and see yeah. the process bump my page views <laughs> <laughs> well awesome this was a super fun conversation um yeah but uh, now uh, you should tell me about the game you're going to pitch, which I'm excited about. Oh, I've heard you talk about it a little bit, and it sounds really fun. So, yeah, it does sound fun. But I can't. We'll see if I can. Okay, let's do this. So, <laughs> I I always get too ahead of myself. Okay, this is a game idea I've had for years that I've never got working, but recently I had some random ideas that I pulled it back into my like uh, idea column um, from the back burner. And I don't know where I got this inspiration from, but um, basically, you are a, what have I called it? It's got, my names are always a bit silly when I'm starting out. Uh, it's the Fright the Frightville Charity Dinner Planning Committee. Um, <laughs> Frightville and Frightful, so, you know. Yes. Um, yeah. Um, so basically, you are uh, the committee arranging this charity dinner where a bunch of like, you know, spooky supernatural creatures are going to show up and it's, it's supposed to be a bit silly, you know, Frankenstein and and Dracula are going to be sitting at the same table. Um, and what you're doing is making the seating chart. Mm-hmm. Um, so for example, uh, Dracula, you know, probably doesn't want to hang out with the dead people because he wants to hang out with all the people who've still got blood in them. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, you know, <laughs> Frankenstein probably doesn't want to be around the villagers with the pitchforks, uh, or Frankenstein's monster. Um, you know, so it's all sort of stuff like that. And so everyone's going to have a hand of people that they're trying to invite. This is where I've gone a bit back and forth. I think what's actually mm-hmm. going to happen is every round you will flip over a new person and you all have to come to a consensus of where that person is going, what table they're going to sit at, and then you kind of lock them in. Um, and this is the game. This is the real reason I want to do this game is I want everyone mm-hmm. to have to kind of argue and fight over stuff that no one really knows what anyone wants because everyone's <laughs> going to have a secret like uh, like organization that they're uh, beholden to. So, for example, ah. you might be the player who like the Dead Society 
has paid you to make sure that their people are happy. So you get points for every table that has a happy dead person at it, <laughs> you know? Um, mm-hmm. And so it's all just going to be a bunch of negotiating, um, but no one knows what anyone's goals are <laughs> until you start noticing that all of the dead people <laughs> keep end up at happy tables and all of the alive people are miserable. Um, and so that's kind of the idea. I'm still trying to work out the exact mechanism of like how you decide part Uh of me really wants to do a thing of you decide when you decide (laughs) um Mm -hmm. and if everyone at the table votes yes then you're good (laughs) and Mm -hmm. so it's but i know that mechanic can be a little bit like fuzzy because maybe no one ever agrees um right right. so i'm trying to figure out like how much of a game game this is and how much of like a sort of fuzzy party don't pay attention to the rules too much uh game this is Right, um, right, right. But that's kind of the pitch. Yeah, trying to figure out how to like tie that in to say, like, or to rein that in to say, like, you have to decide at a certain point. And, yeah, um, yeah. And like, I need to give motivations, and there needs to be enough interactions between the characters, right? Um, mm-hmm. So I kind of took a little bit. Th- this was what inspired me to pick it up again was uh, seeing fantasy realms get talked about because there's mm-hmm. a massive deck, and all of those cards just randomly care about other cards. I was like, oh, okay. What if we do that? But you're not building your hand. You're just trying to put them in the right place. Right, um, right. And so each card will come with like a happiness score. That I tried this the first time and I put out the cards and was like, wow, I did my typical Connor thing of this is too complicated. And there's like five big old chunks of information on every single person. This is a nightmare. Um, mm-hmm. So I think I just need to make it super simple. Like, you know, Frankenstein hates pitchforks. Is there a character with a pitchfork? That's a like a sadness point for the table. Right. Because <laughs> right, the idea right. is if one person at the table is sad, it's going to bring the whole mood down. Right. Right. So yeah. it doesn't matter how happy you are. Like a real party. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah. So that's kind of the idea. So, yeah. Nice. Nice. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, that, that game sounds super fun. And uh, I love the theme so much. When you talked about the theme on one of our weekly meetups, I was uh-huh. just like, oh my gosh, it sounds amazing. I love it. Yeah. yeah I, really I just love cool. passive aggressive player interaction. Because <laughs> <So, laughs> it's not aggressive. You're not, you're not like attacking people. You're just passive working behind their backs to get right. your way. Right. And yeah. So, yeah. Oh gosh, that's funny. <laughs> Well, hey, this has been a super duper fun episode and it's been great chatting. Um, yeah. I think great there's been some too. great advice and stuff for people. And I know I learned a lot from it. So, yeah. So thanks for joining us yeah. here. Thanks for the invite. Um, listeners, uh, if you want to reach out to us, you can, of course, go to buildinggamepodcast.com. You can, uh, there you can find our Discord link. Uh, you can also email us to buildinggamepodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on the Twitter at PodcastBTG. I am at J.A. Slingerland. Connor is at Connor J. Wake. Uh, And you can uh, keep coming back every week, and I hope you'll come back next time. But until then, good night. Good night. Building the game with Jason and friends. With Jason and friends. Building the game. Building the game with Jason and friends. With Jason and friends. Building the game.